or welcome back to another episode of PBS On Crave. This is our 14th episode with the title Leaving BBS, bracket, a special JC2 episode. Uh, today, me and my friends, Josh, Dylan, Erlin, Ella, Raphael, and me, Ashley, will first introduce ourselves before we dive into our topic about graduation between before it and after it. Hi, my name is Ashley and I'm from JC2 Grace. My special fun fact is that I used to write fan fiction when I was in seventh grade. Hi, well, my name is Dylan. I'm also from JC2 Grace. And my fun fact is that I've been playing Genshin Impact ever since April 2021. Hi, my name is Erlin and I'm also from JC2 Grace. My not so fun fun fact is that I've been in VVS for more than a decade now. But, you know, a lot of us have been in here for more than a decade too. So true. Hi, I'm Ella, also from JC2 Breeze. A fun fact about me is that I enjoy listening to sad songs, and I unfortunately cannot listen to happy songs too often. Hi, my name is Josh from, again, well, JC2 Grace. And my fun fact is I managed to dye my hair six separate times over the holidays, and now it feels like straight up hay. Hi, my name is Rafael, and the last time you're going to hear this from JC2 Grace. And my it's more of an ordinary fact. I just, it's most people have not, well, not most people, but yeah, I have two dogs. That I have, I own two dogs in my house and they're both very annoying. Wow. Such a fun fact. Very fun. You know, Super fun the, fact. not, not, not generic like any other <laughs> yeah, person. So not generic. So unique. Don't you have like six cats, Josh? Nine. Yeah, why, why isn't that your fun? Oh, nine. Now that's more fun. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right. As you have all noticed, listeners, we're all from the same class. And by default, we're all from the same batch. And if you took a quick look and did some calculations in your head, you would have realized that we are graduating in a couple months. Uh, guys, now that we've uh, gotten a solid reminder of how long we have uh, left in BBS, uh, what do you feel about leaving with a community that you've quite literally grown up with? Man, don't get us sad. This <laughs> podcast isn't supposed to be sad. Come it's on. Um, it's supposed ah! to be I personally feel super sentimental about leaving um, what I consider to be my second family at this point. Um, I believe that that feeling of knowing who everyone is and what everyone is doing and know literally like the back of my hand, um, everyone's personalities, who's talking with who, and just essentially the sense of a close-knit community, I feel like that's something that I will miss the most when I leave VBS. So I, I feel like um, as the podcast listeners, they're thinking, JC2 Grace? What's so special about them? Well, to be <laughs> fair, we're not that special. But like, <laughs> thing is, um, our class is in the accelerated stream. So we've been together since sec one, and that's been what, five years? So, yeah, safe to say what Afi said about, you know, us having our little community and knowing each other. It's really true once you, you know, you've lived with these people for the past five years. You've grown to like them, even though you might have hated them at the first. And, I mean, your personality is built because you've been exposed to these people for the past five years. So, mm, it's, an un- un- it's an understatement to say that I'm leaving a second family. It's almost like, hmm, I'm losing a part of me. What do you guys think? That hits me in the heart. Oh. Okay, now you're making it very sentimental here, Josh. 
What do you? Yeah, think also. What, what is? What do you? What are you going to miss? That's not going to reset the metal, huh? Good question, actually. I'm not, I'm not even sure if I'm going to miss that much. I mean, it's going to be more it's gonna be annoying <gasps> to have to make new friends. But, I mean, people are people, you know? Yeah. I guess no, I'm definitely just kidding. I'm definitely just kidding. It'll be very, it'll be very hard. It'll be very, I mean, I'm still going to be staying over here for like an additional year. So that's going to be very lonely on my end. Yeah. When everyone uh, else is busy. That's going to be sad. Um, I feel like that. Yeah, we've grown, we've grown really close. Like we went from strangers to practically family in just the course of five years. And just like all of us going across the globe must be really hard. And, but I'm sure we'll find more friends over there. But, you know, people from my high school will have a special place in my heart. Oh, thank you. Aww. You have a special place in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I think I definitely have mixed feelings about this. Part of me feels really excited to pursue further studies, but part of me feels really sad to leave my friends and teachers behind, especially friends that I've been in the same class with for almost five years now. It's really quite difficult to put into words. I just feel really you know, happy, free, euphoric, devastated, and nostalgic at the same time. But I feel like we all knew that this time was going to come. So I'm just trying my best to make the most out of whatever I have left in BBS. Yeah. That's something I also feel too. Like, um, knowing how little time we have left makes me want the future to come faster, but also slower. I also need to like keep in mind that hey, in a couple of months is the last time we're going to see each other's faces. And that does make me want to cherish every moment. It makes me want to cry and sob in the corner. I'll reserve the opposite corner there, Josh. I also need to do that. Facts, <laughs> man. Very cool. Erlen, do you want? Do you have something to say? Yes. Well, since everyone is being sentimental, I, on the other hand, you know what I miss? I miss the canteen food. I miss the fried shomai. And a fried mushroom. <laughs> and the Shanghai dumplings. Oh, wait, I miss it too. So are we less important than the food you eat? We <laughs> yes. oh, So much for cherishing our last moments, Erlin. Dang. Yeah, you're just, wow. you're just, cherishing, you're just cherishing the last food you are eating in school. Uh, I'm so sad. I'm going to block Erlin now. <laughs> well, speaking of the past, what about the future? You guys have any plans or expectations? I mean, at least for my case, I know my future is still somewhat undecided. And I guess that's somewhat of a double-edged sword. Um, part of me likes that, you know, I have my own future to, desi- to decide. But, you know, um, <laughs> at the same time, this uncertainty is like really scary. Aren't you guys kind of scared of change? Well, at least for me, I'm scared of, you know, we've lived together in this you know, sort of environment where we're given schedules and whatnot, and I'm scared of the change of suddenly, boom, freedom. What if I, like, don't study at all? What if I don't attend my classes? I'm kind of scared of that. I understand how you're feeling, and I feel like, yeah, that's a completely valid concern to have, and I know that in the back of my mind, that's, that's like a logistic problem I'm just going to ignore from now. But when it comes to terms in the future, um, the freedom aspect you've mentioned, I was like, oh, that's, you know, for, um, from my perspective, like, 
being with you guys together for like five, six years, yeah, certainly it's been one of the best times of my life. But it has also made me more excited of what's to come in the in the future. Yeah, it's super uncertain. Nobody knows what they're gonna do without a schedule, and nobody knows how to get to class. Like a few couple months ago, we didn't even know how to um how to apply for university. But now, um, I'm sure like most of us are already waiting for those university application decisions to come back. Except Yura, sorry, I had to I had to make it inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> But, Wait, but funny enough, funny enough um, sorry to intrude, you said yeah. something about, you know, making new friends. I feel like, do you think, like, our generation, our post-COVID generation would be, too, uh, would be able to socially interact in the real world? <laughs> Honestly, no. Exactly my point. <laughs> I mean, um, assuming that COVID keeps going up, I think, you know, we're going to have online school and blah, blah, blah. And the moment we actually have offline school, we're like, oh my God, how do I say hi to these people? Ah, I'm also partly scared of that. Raf, do you have anything to input? I mean, I do agree. Drastic change is very scary to go through with. But I mean, from my experience, especially observing everyone since we were all sec one, we've all went through different changes at some point from sec one to where we are now. It was very gradual. And I mean, it, it took, like, it went from baby steps to now what it feels, a complete recomposition. So a simple way to uh, bypass a drastic change would just be to go at it gradually. We don't have to jump in, into it immediately. We can keep, like, if we, even with freedom, we can make our own schedules to try to keep the old schedule habit that we have, but loosen it up little by little until we can completely adapt towards the new uh, life. Because... Change is still good, one way or another. Um, whether, it be, but it will only be good if we can change it for the better, of course. Mm. I mean, either way, I feel like for change, at least in my perspective, uh, good or bad change. I feel like, on one hand, we're still losing, you know, this family that we've created together. So as much as I love, you know, the freedom, I love meeting new people. Kind of scared. I agree with Ashley. It's, you know, it's very uncertain just thinking about the future. But then again, that's also what we felt in the beginning of JC. And hey, we're almost graduating. So I guess in uni, it's definitely a new environment and a new society. But I think we'll find our way through. Well, one way or another, we still got to face the real world and be independent. And what Josh said earlier on about facing other students from all over, all over the world, um, we still got to make connections for the sake of our future since making connections can like, you know, help build your future career and all. Yeah. Making the first big step from, um, from students to university students, that's a big leap. And I'm sure that's not going to be our first big leap um, as we graduate, as we will soon graduate from university itself and into the workforce. But yeah, going going through big changes hopefully um the only change that we'll soon get used to is the process of change wow philosophical very philosophical there ash thank you i don't think i I don't think you even understand what you said but yeah it was going back it was that deep it was was very deep that made no sense whatsoever 
Going back though, I mean, meeting new people, I wouldn't say it's a bad thing. From what one of my friends told me, uh, it's more of a, while, while we're in this community of BBS, uh, we all know each other very well. Uh, even those from one grade above us or one grade below us, we do know them quite well because at some point we've seen them around or we've even interacted with them, uh, both in online and offline, although offline is more prominent. And I mean, meeting new people isn't a bad thing. We're, we're, it's like moving a fish from a small aquarium into the ocean. It's going to be much more drastic. We can, uh, we can meet more people there. And it's not going to be as... I mean, it's still... We're still going to be losing a, what we would consider to be a second family to us after being, with, I mean, after being in the same class for five days a, uh, five days a week, for five years in our case. Uh, it's still it's going to be hard to move on from that. But it will find well one day it will it will take effect and we will meet new new people and we can reminisce and sob more during a reunion in like ten years or so. Yay. Who knows? We don't necessarily have to be sad about it now. We can be sad about it in ten years' time when we have to, <laughs> to actually be sad yeah. <laughs> because right now, where we're all just holding back our emotions and trying not to cry during an exam. <laughs> Um, if you were given a chance to go back in time and uh, talk with your past self, what would you say to your past self or what advice would you tell your past self? Um, man, I feel like, I think some of you are going to think this is dumb advice. But to me, what changed me the most was losing my sense of shame. Because, you know, shame is just self-perceived. I feel like once you get over it and you have the confidence to do as much like dumb stuff as you can you have a lot more fun and I feel like you know our teen years or our high school years it's a time for us to be dumb kids and have fun studying yeah studying is important but it's also important that you know we have a life and I think in the next few years for us JC2s you know we're going to have to be more serious we have uni we have jobs ew but yeah when you're young you have fun and you don't need to care about whether or not this or that will make your social status go down or if you're going to be embarrassed by it. Just do whatever you want. Go sing that song in your BBS Got Talent you know, audition, even though if it's bad. Just have fun. That's the point. I kind of agree with what Josh said about trying to lose this sense of shame and understanding that um, right now or in the past years of myself, uh, we should have been a bit more carefree but if I had to go back and um, tell my past self, like let's say my, my secondary one self anything, I, first of all, there's so many things to, I would have said to her, but I would have said to keep um, to one. If I, I had a very, it, it, okay, for context, when I was younger, I had like this really big dream of um, really making it as not as like a student or having like good grades, but as a writer. Oh, this is gonna be so cringe to say to everyone here. I'm sorry, but I used to like I used I my fun fact was that I had I liked to write fan fiction, and then when I was in secondary one, I thought I could like oh my gosh, I was really gonna make it big as a writer or something like that. And well, now that you now that I'm here, when I'm looking back at that dream, um, I wish I could have told my past self that uh to not give up on it. I felt like um I had to when I was younger I had to make a decision between academics or just doing side stuff on my own and I don't regret making the decision of picking academics I just wish that I 
uh, that past self me could have managed my time better. So for I would have had um, sort of should have uh, managed my time and expectations a bit, so I could have pursued my own passions that I still haven't given up on, but I wish I still dedicated time on investing and nurturing that talent. What about you, Erlin? Well, yeah, to be honest, I think it's really important to establish a work-life balance because, well, I know it's hard, but the sooner you get the hang of it, the better it will be for you because um, choosing your work over playing is really just, it's not a long-term solution, but the opposite is also not a solution either because either way, it's not gonna, it's not gonna benefit you in the long run because it's either going to stress you out because your grades are dropping or it's going to stress you out because you're not having any fun. So I think you shouldn't just trying to play and have fun during your teens. I think we should make it a habit to always take breaks throughout our entire life. Like when you're tired, just take a break and have fun and always enjoy the little moments because it's not going to get repeated again. And, you know, as I said before, life is not getting any easier. So just have fun along the way and make impulsive decisions and just be responsible enough to get through with it. I would definitely tell my younger self to focus more on my academics, especially in my earlier years of secondary, like secondary one and two. You know, sometimes I would just revisit my past exams from sec one and two and wonder why I couldn't grasp certain concepts. (laughs) And I also, oftentimes, I find myself to be a people pleaser and I really dislike disappointing others. So if I had to say um, something to my past self, it would be to stop thinking what, uh, stop caring about what other people think and set your own standards. Yeah, I feel like when we were younger, we did not have that much of a sense of identity. I agree. It's quite universal that most of us just uh, think of what other people think about us rather than what we think about ourselves. Everyone here, I mean, if I would tell my past self something, it's nothing to do with uh, academics or behavior. It's more just to be more confident. Because as someone with quite low self-esteem, it was it was re- it was a very big drawback to have, especially because self esteem actually helps you in, with your exams as well. Being more confident in yourself, you will you're less likely to second guess or even doubt your own answers when you are answering something. I mean, doesn't mean that you can ace every exam just with co- pure confidence alone. You still have to study, but I don't really regret being laid back for the majority of my early years, and I only really regret not being as confident as I should be right now. Honestly, yeah, I think no one looks at you as close as you look at yourself. So, you know, when you start comparing yourself with others and you think that, you know, people think of you really poorly, but, you know, in fact, they don't even notice all those tiny details. Like, most of the time, people would only notice the good things happening in your life. So just don't overthink things and stop trying to calculate all the worst possible outcomes because, like, 90% of the time, it doesn't even happen just don't do it, you know? Also, you know, people say that comparison is the thief of joy. And indeed, I think that's true because everyone has their own journey and everyone has their own starting points, right? And we're all, uh, we all make our own progress, even uh, like no matter how tiny each and every day, 
So it wouldn't be fair to compare yourself to another person because um, you aren't going through what they went through and they aren't going through the same thing that you are going through. So it wouldn't be a comparison, like an apple to an apple comparison. So it wouldn't be fair and just you know, avoid doing that. Yeah. I, I also distinctly remember like spending most of my lower secondary years like very aggressively comparing myself to everyone. Like I was like, oh my gosh, Josh got like one mark higher. Now I'm like, yo, I'm like one mark away from Josh's score. And then like the no, one mark. Ah, one mark. But yeah, I felt I agree so much to what Erlin said about comparison being a thief of happiness. Is there anything your past self wouldn't have expected in your, you know, present life now? I think I'm going to cover the largest hurdle, global pandemic. I mean, honestly, who expected this, okay? I mean, I feel like all of us wanted, you know, that perfect JC life of us, you know, JC1 um, orientation. People say that that's their most memorable part of high school, you know, JC1 orientation. And I feel like for our batch and the batch below us, and I don't know how many more batches that are being taken from this opportunity, I feel like we've missed so many good memories we could have made. There's so many, I, no, actually not just us. I feel like everyone from, you know, all students, they've missed at least two years of their like social life. So obviously that's the biggest thing that I could think of. Um, anyone else have? some unexpected present things? Um, I definitely do. I also thought that the pandemic lasted for way longer it should have. You know, the first time it happened, I was like, oh yeah, it's just going to take the last term of our sectory. And then I thought like, we'd still have two more years left to make whatever memories uh, I have with the people I love. And I couldn't do that. Uh, so that was also, that was something I definitely agreed with. And I wish that... Um, I hope that this served to a reminder to my future self that um, to not put anything meaningful, whether it be family or friends, aside because who knows when COVID 2.0 hits again. But if it was anything my past self wouldn't have expected from present me, um, this is, and this is a BBS plug, but I feel like it would have been me taking Chinese A-levels. I was not the best person in Chinese when I was uh, in lower secondary, but I'm very that I I'm very grateful for BBS for having given me the opportunity to join um an advanced the advanced Chinese course and really and not only that but also for my Chinese teachers who had really did encourage me in classes and even like in personal um times when I thought that I would have quit like really early on but now I'm still here and turns out I really did enjoy Chinese literature and. I don't think my past self would have expected that sort of uh, sudden hobby slash su that sudden academic passion to have affected what I would have chosen in university because it did. So I, I don't think my past self would have expected me to really consider literature or anything of a passion like that to have affected me greatly, whether it be now or later on when I go to university. What about you, Raf? I mean, yeah, getting the often out of the room, like what Josh said, the pandemic did hit us out of nowhere. It, uh, we just got like 
oh, look at this, a new virus, probably going to blow over in a few, never mind, now we're at home. And all right, we're probably going to be back to school in time for JC2, and okay, never mind, we're graduating online now. Well, that's just sad. Probably the biggest thing it took away from me, like, okay, what I was looking forward to when moving into JC was definitely the Reach Cambridge program. And now I don't even get that, which is honestly very painful for me. But ironically, I would say my social life improved more during the pandemic. It's not the same for everyone, but I don't know. It's My transition into the pandemic wasn't that drastic. It was basically just me living out my weekend every day. So it did get boring, but I did end up talking with more people. My social life did change uh, significantly ever since the pandemic. I, I mean, I, it probably wouldn't have gone through that change uh, if it were to continue being an offline school. And honestly, I do not think my past self would ever see me being this social or even open to anyone. Definitely definitely something different that yeah, I think a lot about, especially before sleeping. Don't know, it's just something good to uh, just think about and bore me to sleep. Very useful. Do you have anything to say here, Dylan? Well, um, aside from like the pandemic, uh, staying in BBS, especially since being the youngest in my family, I had to follow behind my sister's footsteps and they actually both left at secondary four. And so seeing how I'm still here at JC2 made me realize that my past self would not have expected me to be more independent, like to make more decisions that could potentially change my future. Could I add one more thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I have to agree on Raphael. Somehow, the pandemic has given us like some of a interesting side effect where I'm a lot more social now. Like you guys know the MBTI thing, Myers-Briggs something something type indicator. Yeah, <clears throat> my introverted level, like it used to be in 70, now it's in like 40. So like, I didn't know how that worked out. So yeah, somehow I feel like the longing of social interaction made me more extroverted. Could you guys agree to that? No, that's the most I logical adverse side effect. It's kind of strange how the for the pandemic it made some of us like extremely much more like much more sociable because I feel like it might have been because of the fact that the pandemic restricted ways of communication through text or like Discord calls, video calls, which I have to agree is a bit less intimidating to do as a general. And it would have been it's easier to do that to hit a button and start a call with someone instead of like physically um, walking up to them in school. So I kind of agree with you, Derek. Yeah, right. So for my fair share of unexpected incidences and well, after the pandemic, I guess. Well, the pandemic came and my grades dropped, but what I didn't expect was that, you know, um, I went through an emotional roller coaster, but in the end, it turned out fine, which I kind of like didn't expect, you know? I thought life was gonna like, go bad like bad bad but in the end it worked out fine you just grow from it you learn to like be responsible if you want good grades you study hard for it and just don't push yourself so hard and don't blame yourself if you don't get what you expected because well it's just a process of learning to you know make mistakes and have falls and trips along along the way so um, yeah, just enjoy the process and start to adopt an it is what it is mentality, you know? That way you won't be so stressed out after an exam, you know? Because I used to stress out about an exam, like, oh my gosh, I got a 
I wrote the wrong answer and like I realized that after the exam then I was stressed out and cry about it but now it's like the exam's over what can you do about it you know just it is what it is yeah going through an entire metamorphosis I feel like a lot of us can relate to whether that be like intellectually or emotionally like Erlen said I feel the same way as Josh um, I definitely didn't expect the pandemic to happen and to take part such a big proportion of our lives. And I also definitely feel more comfortable with public speaking now than I did before. And I don't know if this is uh, due to the pandemic or if it's just something that we develop over time. And I think, you know what? I think the past um, you wouldn't have expected myself to guest star in a podcast episode. So yeah, that's one thing I wouldn't expect. Oh, that's so cute. Me too. But yeah, we're, we're, we're obviously way too famous, you know. Um, JC to Grace, we all need to be in the podcast. Yeah, all, all of us representing only the JC to Grace right now. Yeah, apparently our class represents the entirety of JC too, which is definitely not true here. As I mean, it should. I maybe it is. <laughs> you know, we have the best PR, so why not? But I would say the one takeaway we can get from this is, okay, a more painful example here um we're walking down the street and someone randomly throws a brick at you now the brick is the pandemic and the someone is just life okay how about a less gruesome example navigating through life is like riding a right uh, riding a wind glider up up drafts will make you go farther down uh, and when the wind pushes downwards, you just drop down to the floor faster. And I don't know, occasionally you'll find some rings that will push you even further in the direction you want to. Genshin Impact reference if you, if you guys don't get it. But uh, in general, we want to follow where life takes us, where the wind takes us. And we can't, honestly, fighting against that is, it's not going to be something helpful. Best we can do is make, make the best out of every scenario because... Uh, there's no fighting life and winning. In the end, life will get life will find a way to make what what they want to happen happen. So we can we can only uh, make the best out of what we can do at the current moment. Yeah, and that's also a scary part. But thank you for a very relatable and introspective take on what would have been a very um. In a sense, very uh, scary concept for some of us, like a feeling of unpredictability, but knowing in the sense that we'll make it out of it fine and alive, that's a reassuring thought. Okay, next question. Let's say there's a playlist for our graduation. Which song will you put on the playlist and why? For me, I think I would put Long Live by Taylor Swift because it's such a nostalgic song and it's just filled with memories that kind of depicts what we have been through and the walls we've crashed through. So what about you guys? Mm, I, I, I see people scrolling through their Spotify right now. So for me, I felt like the songs that would have gone on there would have been uh, Class of 2013 by Mitski and also uh, Idle Town by Conan Gray. Uh, for me, they had a very sad but a very specific nostalgic vibe to it um with, with both of them in different yeah with both of them in different directions with Conan with Conan Great's generation why I related to how he felt like 
um, suddenly the world had felt so small to him, like in the idle town. But now that you're approaching, um, getting to the uh, approaching the process of getting out of that town, he suddenly realized that hey, I'm not entirely the most prepared for it, and I and sometimes there is this realization that hey, I spent most of my time thinking and dreaming and glamorizing this process of leave of independence instead of actually preparing for it, and that just like makes us feel the inverse of actually getting out which is sadness and a bit of fear but it still it still has that tone of acknowledgement of what's to come and in in the inevitability so that's very that was something that i and i related to that quite a lot in conan's gray song uh when it comes to mitsuki's 2000 uh, class of 2013 same same thing it was a very um nostalgic feeling and but in her song, it better expressed the emotion of wanting to go back to a home, uh, specifically in her mother's home, and just uh, relive or just cherish what we have left with our family slash friends slash very close community at BBS. So that's was what I would have put on there. I would put, I mean, it's not really more, it's, I wouldn't really put a more conventional song in there, but one that I would say descri- can describe uh our entire our entire like life at school would be the one song from house moving castle merry go round of life that one you can interpret it in many ways just by listening from it but if you're to interpret it from the story of the of the movie itself in the end uh despite all the hardships despite everything we had to go through from how uh, everything uh, life is difficult to navigate it's definitely not it's not going to be smooth sailing there will be setbacks there will be there will be something it doesn't have to be a person but uh, or an object itself it could be even yourself you could be your own worst enemy there will and there will be something to try to sabotage you all uh, all the way through but in the end if you can uh, if you can stand by uh, if you can stand by yourself and say and get through it, y- you can live a happy life and persevere through everything. And I can see like at, at least two people here just happy at the fact I mentioned House Moving Castle. And I'm pretty sure someone else here with, uh, whose screen is right now black is probably happy if they're listening to this. So anyone else have any other examples? Um, as cliche as this is gonna sound, uh, a song that I would pick would be "We Are Young" by Fun, cause it would listening to it would like take us back to the time where we were just like one, you know, like we were innocent kids, you know, just going to school just to have fun, and now we are graduating, and we would just want to have those like memories go back, like have those flashbacks when we are walking down the aisle getting our graduation caps from the principal. So yeah. To me, I think a song that could represent, well, specifically what I perceive as graduation is, um, so I'm living my inner child here, but if you guys know Steven Universe, I would say a song that I would like to play in my own graduation would be Peace and Love on the Planet Earth. And I know that sounds like, peace and love on the planet Earth? What is that? Happy, happy junk. Yeah, well, the song, it's about enjoying the little things. And I feel like after living through the pandemic and everything. It's nicer for us to, you know, enjoy the little things and enjoy what time we have left. Okay, I for one would put 
Eric Satie's Gymnopathy because it doesn't represent anything much, really. It's just like a study music that I listen to, you know, to not be stressed, but still have background music. And, you know, imagine this, imagine this scenario. You're going to have an early morning graduation. Would you rather have noisy music blasting at your ears early in the morning or would you have calming piano? Huh? This is supposed yeah. to be a sentimental question. You turned it around on us. How dare you? You turned it to a personal Whoa. question. Yeah, you. How could you? By that, by that logic, orchestral music works well, Erwin. Don't make us sleep. No, our orchestra is very energetic. We need calmer music, you know? No, I meant the I meant the song that I suggested. That one is very calm orchestral yeah, music, very good for early morning. Yeah, yeah, true. But if, mm, would you really want Mary Go Ron Fly playing at the graduation? I don't think it's the vibe. I mean, I probably want that. I probably want that in a different scenario. But eh, I mean, it repre- the meaning behind it works, but the vibe probably doesn't. Okay, I, I suddenly feel like I, I felt like 12 knives stabbed my back when I said it wasn't the vibe. I redact my statement, it is the vibe, but it is no, no, I still agree. It's not really the vibe, but it gives the it gives the meaning. Okay, yeah, maybe it isn't the vibe. <laughs> well, let's put our differences of vibes and not vibes aside and come to the mutual understanding that our songs did have a tone of sentiment and nostalgia for what's uh, what we're going to miss already and i and i personally can't wait to hear that graduation playlist when we flip our, our caps on the other side okay so moving on from the songs what would you uh, what would you guys like to say to the rest of the students who are still in bbs and will soon be graduating i personally would say that you should live your last moments in high school to the fullest since the pandemic, I get, I hope, is ending, so they will still have the chance to go back to school. So I would like them to still take this chance to, you know, enjoy their last moments with their friends, teachers, and you know, probably the staff of BBS, because this might be your last time seeing them as well, since going abroad might like affect your entire life. So I would just tell them to, you know, despite the academics, yeah, you should still work hard, but you should also focus on that work-life balance. Well, I, on the other hand, would like to just say a simple bye-bye. Enjoy your time in BBS because I'm no longer going to be in BBS. So you get to enjoy BBS, guys. Thank you. What a very short but not very sweet farewell from Erlen. Thanks, Erlen. Um, I, aside from what Dylan said of advice on trying to cherish what we have left and that work-life balance, I felt like I would have had went on the bit of a practical side and told them a full timeline on how to prepare for university. Like for example, second one and second should be dedicated to just exploring your activities. And then sec three would be just to pick a couple that you really like and pursue leadership positions in there. Then sec four JC1 will be start that university weeding out process as well, focusing on your standardized exams. And then your JC2 should be just basically filling out and which you should have already filled out by that summer before. Um, those university forms and then sending them out as soon as possible and also focusing on those standardized exams. That was a very condensed form of my personal five-year schedule that I had to stick through since the sort of sec one. And yeah, that was that would have been my advice for anyone who was who completely forewent this entire sentimental aspect and the wanted advice. Uh, real question. Do you think people listening to this podcast can slow that down? So, <laughs> I mean, like, um, that a, was very fast. 
It's okay. It was like, it's okay. It was meant to be fast. So the people who were actually listening get it through, gets it through their head the first time. Special. Wow. Levels. She's going and, for a world record speed run of life advice. Any percent. Yeah. This is recorded, so it can be submitted to the official oh, <laughs> moderators oh, of the speedrun. Wow. Guinness yeah, World Record, to... Ash. Very cool. Would you like to be my competitor as you say what you want to um, say to the rest of students in BBS, Raf? I don't care about doing it quickly, but if I were to segment it, um, lower secondary, sec one, sec two, honestly, build, build a strong foundation to your studies. You don't have to devote your whole life into it. Have some time to socialize, uh, hang out with your friends, with your family as well, because five to six years, they go by really quickly. And honestly, uh, I, I do regret, uh, I, do, I wasn't the type to study 24-7, but I do regret not socializing as much as I probably should have in my lower secondary. I think my advice for you know the younger kids, I feel like, please, 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 look for your own hobbies because if you're like me and you know you spent the past few years um, studying and studying but not even caring about you know what you actually like you're going to be very lost when you're trying to figure out what you want your major to be so when you have time in your secondary one two three whatever years please take time to figure out what you like what you want to do in the future and how you can you know what you can study in bbs that could help you get there that's pretty much it also, aside from figuring out what you like, you also need to stay passionate about it and be committed to it. Don't just say that you like something without actually trying to learn more about it or, you know, try to develop something out of it. Like you could start an organization or you could be part of one. Um, also, a very important part of secondary life, which will be fun and useful for a CV, of course, just join as much organizations as you can. But don't do it if you're not going to be able to juggle all of them. So join enough, but not too much. So yeah, just keep the balance there, you know? And then you're going to have an outstanding CV and you're going to have friends from across the grades and your social life is going to increase. Not significantly, but a bit, you know? I agree with that. Having a very good balance of what you what you wanted to pursue and what you were pressured to pursue is definitely a question all of our students have to answer and one that was poised very articulately by our by Erlen. For the juniors please enjoy your remaining time but at the same time you also need to think forward and reflect on yourself make sure that you have a goal that you want to pursue that will also benefit you in the long run connect yourself with the right people and then also involve yourself in as many organizations as possible, as many competitions, extracurricular activities, develop both soft and hard skills, join MUN conferences, apply for prefects, volunteer for duties, and basically do as much stuff as you can handle. But like Erlin said, don't overwork yourself and make sure that you have good balance in life. Adding on to both Ella and Erlin there, yes, join organizations. I personally did not join that much, but one, one thing I can say for sure, because uh, I'm pretty sure all the all six of us here agree on it. Join the board. Join the pre. Become a prefect. It's very useful. Definitely very useful. Alrighty then. Uh, with that being said, those were our wise words from all of us JC two students. 
we went through uh, what we would have done with our past selves, what we want those people who are currently in our same sec one, sec two positions to do, what song we would have put even put in our graduation playlist. And we hope that this episode could be a little bit of a time capsule for all of us from when we graduate from class of 2022, class of 2026 to look back on. Um, thank you all very much listeners for listening to today's episode of BBS on break. I hope you all enjoyed it and perhaps were able to get some useful things or perhaps a uh, reflection of what you're going to experience through uh, for next year or the rest of your life in BBS. Thank you to all editors as well as our staff behind the scenes who are coordinating and helping us out, uh, re- helping us record this uh, episode. And please be sure to tune in to the next episode of BBS On Break, Doctor's Exemplo. Bye-bye. Okay, bye Thank you. Bye.